I don't really remember the last time I've heard RJ say like, I love Tibbs. Um, I think there are some issues there. Hey, how about the Knicks? How about those Knicks? Hey, how about those Knicks? Hey, how about those Knicks, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of TK Weekly. This week we have another special guest appearance from our own Jay Nicky. And we also got into quite an array of topics, right? So first quarter this week, we talked about swishing or dishing. Is Julius more deserving of an all-star nod than Jalen Brunson, right? Second quarter, we got into what does the Cam slash Tibbs slash RJ Barrett situation that came up in this last week mean for the organization going forward? Third quarter, you know how we do. We dig right into that TKW community. We look for those tweets, those nuggets that really get us going a little bit. We found one uh, talking trades a little bit. We'll get into later in the show. And then, as everybody knows, the infamous fourth quarter is a game set up from our producer that I always have a uh, horrible chance at winning. I'm just not good with games. You know how it goes. Hopefully, I could uh, right the ship this week. We'll see. Tune in. Quarter one. Swish or dish, right? So this week we're talking about why is Julius Randle more deserving of an all-star nomination than Jalen Brunson, right? Uh, Julius was just announced a couple of days back uh, for his second time in the last three years. Um, obviously, Brunson had a harder time getting in. How do you feel about that, Jeremy? Did you think that he truly got snubbed? Do you think that Randle was more deserving? Like, how do you how do you picture this whole scenario? Okay, so first and foremost, uh, shout out Julius Randle for making the All-Star team. Um, never in a million years that I think when we signed him, Julius Randle would be a not one-time All-Star, two-time All-Star. That's so, a great uh, shout out. Bro, that's incredible. Incredible when kind of dissected that way. But I'm, I'm going to switch on the fact that I think that he deserved it more than Brunson. But that's not to say that I don't believe Brunson didn't deserve it. All right. When you're averaging 25, 11, and four, you'd have to be pretty hard pressed to find somebody that's better than that to put over him in the All-Star game. Like, there's not many other forwards in the East that are putting up numbers like that and winning. You know, Pascal's doing his thing, but his team is in 12th place, you know? Um, And really, that's to me, that was only his competition, like ever. Um, I knew Bam would get in just for the sake of being on the heat. Um, and, you know, they're winning. Bam's been very good. Just saw him in the garden. You saw what he did to us. Um, but Julius, like, game. bro, he's been on a tear. He's been on a tear. And, like, whether you like him or not, you got to respect basketball, man. He's putting the ball in the basket. He's getting effort. And that's one thing we criticized him for. Um, yep. Now, in terms of Jalen. Jalen's been This is where I was great. most curious. Jalen's been doing great. And, and, you know, he's definitely impacted this team in the most positive ways. Um, I can't really say he got snubbed, though. Because um, when I even look at the people who didn't make it along with him, I think they had a better chance of making it before him. Um, I don't believe DeMar DeRozan should have made it. Um, I think that's very interesting that he did. But I look at people like Trey Young didn't make it. I think Trey Young had a better, had, like he's, has a more of a nod over over Brunson. Granted, when we kind of get into analytics, you see Trey's numbers are kind of inflated a bit, but that's one thing. And I, I think James Harden had a better chance of Brunson as well. I know James missed a big punt, uh, portion of the season um, dealing with that injury, but 
you can't deny James Harden's numbers when you actually go and look at him and the impact that he has on the team. It uh, it really speaks volumes. Jalen, I believe he'll he'll get there. I think I think if he continues this and he continues to improve next year, he has a good chance of being there. Um, and we'll see. Maybe he gets in on injury reserve. I think I think Harden's first on the list, but we'll see. I, I like how you put laid everything out. And um, first of all, I'm going to say I, I, I agree with you and I'm going to put it a little bit differently. Right. Um, I, I don't think that Brunson got snubbed for the all star um, nomination. Right. I just think that. Uh, everything you said for the most part hit right on it right his path to it he just had a ton more guards in front of him um that obviously played at a, at a higher level uh their team's doing a lot better um you know and i think that brunson um not that he got off to a slow start but i think it took time for him to kind of find his way to impact the team right and you look at that same concept with Randall. Yeah, Randall obviously had been with the team for longer, but he came out guns a blazing, right? If you look at his stats from October to November to December to January to now, he literally, it's like looking at season to season stats of somebody who got better, right? Like I'm going to go through this real quick. October, he was doing 18, nine, nine and three. November, he brought it up to 22, eight and three. December, 28, 11 and four. January 26, 13 and four. He's averaging on the season, like Jeremy just said, 24, 10 and four. Um, somebody that's putting up those numbers, you know, New York Knicks in where they are in the standings, absolutely is deserving of that all-star nod. Like, I, I don't, I'm not worried about Jim Brunson not making an all-star team. Um, you know, I think, the, and I think what's even best, I think the coolest part about this is seeing other players and, and you know, the record Charles Barton, the national television Talking about, I'm surprised Jalen Brunson, Brunson didn't make it. make it. It's like, we're finally getting that recognition. Like, yo, we have Hoopers on our team, too. All right, moving on to the second quarter, Knicks fans. We got some topics that came up this week that we want to dissect a little bit, right? And I'm talking about Cam Reddish, Tom Thibodeau, R.J. Barrett. Little uh, little triangle of... Uh, of rumors, of of, uh, of narratives coming out, right? And I just want to kind of um, talk about them a little bit in detail, right? So uh, first you got the game uh, last Tuesday where we played the Lakers, right? RJ, um, you know, didn't have a great game, was a little flat, uh, ended up sitting for the last 11 minutes of the game. That includes the five-minute overtime. Uh, obviously, we ended up losing that game. Um, you know, after the game, media comes around, RJ says, I have nothing to say, and he walks out. Right. So you have that tidbit right there. Now, you know how things go in Knicks land, right? Everybody dissects everything. So everybody's already pointing right to there. Um, you know, is that a shot at, at Tibbs from RJ? Um, you know, is this the first time we're seeing RJ really express his uh, distaste towards uh, things in general? Right. So we had that happen um, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Then all of a sudden you start hearing um, these rumors come out that Cam Reddish had mentioned something to an assistant coach about being unhappy with the way that he's been played, uh, being unhappy with the way he's been utilized. And apparently, after that was said, he never played again, right? At, uh, what are we up to, 28, I think, DMPs at this very moment right now. So with all of that said, Jeremy, how do you kind of, how do you take all of this? And what does that mean for the organization moving forward? Um, first and foremost, it's not good. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Right, of it's, course, of course. It's it's not good at all. Um, I, I don't have the most faith in the CAA ties of this team to believe that they're not going to prioritize and support Tibbs over anybody else. So if there's a genuine 
issue with Cam Reddish, they're gonna get Cam Reddish out of here, as we can see. Um, there's an issue with RJ. I think eventually they will get RJ out of here if there's an actual issue. Jake Brown, shout out Jake Brown, Nick Swole, uh, dug up a video from the Atlanta Hawks game where funny, uh, funny video, very funny video. You can video of RJ Barrett shooting the bus beater against Atlanta and jokingly looks at Emmanuel quickly goes, I'm not Get getting back in. I'm not going back in the game. My mama told me once upon a time, there's a little bit of truth in every joke. Um, I think there are some issues there. Um, the fact that RJ Barrett came out and said, you No, know, my mama told me that if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. People are more so looking at the fact that he didn't say anything at all instead of the fact he had some bad stuff to say. Uh, I don't really remember the last time I've heard RJ say, like, I love Tibbs. I feel like second year RJ would scream that to the high heavens. Third year RJ talked about it a bit. I haven't really heard RJ speak about it a lot. And you gotta think, him and Cam are boys, right? There's no way, if there's any truth to this statement that came out, you know, granted Tibbs says that him and Cam are good. He didn't say that the statement wasn't true. Um, if there's any truth to Cam and Tibbs having some type of beef and RJ is his legitimate friend, as boys, you're kind of gonna get peeved by that. Exactly what you just said, right? These guys are boys, obviously. They went through college together. Now they're on the same NBA team, a lot of history between each other. Obviously, they're gonna you know, look out for each other and have each other's best interests at heart. So it just adds more fuel to the fire, you know, in terms of what's really going on behind the scenes. It's not a good look for this team at all. You know, not a good look for the organization. The entire handling of Cam Reddish has been horrible. And that just points directly to the the um, the fact that the front office and the coach, like there is some, you know, pull and, you know, tug and pull going on. And they're not all on the same page all the time. Um, and, and something where you spent a first round pick to bring this guy in um, and didn't do anything with them, that's a complete mismanagement in, in my eyes. And that's going to reflect, you know, people are going to look at that and say, what's going on? You know, you, you want to have a competent organization and show that you're a competent organization through the actions that they take. And that is not one of them. So in terms of, you know, you're looking to, you know, prop this organization up in a different light, change its reputation, you know, change the culture, et cetera. That's not helping at all. The way I look at it, when when you're cold, right, you could just keep adding layers on, right? You throw on, all right, you start off with a tank top, right? Then you're gonna throw on a short sleeve, then you're gonna throw on a long sleeve, then you could throw on a sweatshirt, then you could throw on a jacket, you got hoods, you got hats. I mean, you know, it's just easier to get warmer. Now, if you're hot, how do you get colder? You can't be down to your minimalist of clothing and still be hot. <laughs> There's nothing more you can do. You can't leave your skin and just be like, well, I'm cold now. Like, no, I don't understand how people are like, yeah, I'd rather be hot. First, who likes sweating? Great. Who likes sweating? You smell on top of it. It's nasty. Nice. Nice. All right, Knicks fans, third quarter time. And you know what that means. We dig into the TKW community for tweets that we see from you guys. Um, just random, you know, random tweets that we want to um, explore a little bit. And one of those this week was from JDabs87. Um, he retweeted or quote tweeted, I should say, a trade uh, that we thought was a little interesting. It was two firsts. Obi Toppin and Evan Fournier for OG Ananobi. And I know that this has been a big topic this week, this past week, I should say. Uh, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, so I, 
But you can tell by my reaction, I'm not the biggest fan, but that's more so of personal interest. I'm a big Obi Toppin fan. Um, and just personally, I don't want to see him leave. It's not even in, in spite of Julius. It's just, I like the energy he brings to the team. But I know if I really do care about him as the player, I should want him to go to other places. But my issue mostly with this deal, I think it's a great deal, but it comes yeah. down to the OG Ananobi fitting with the team. Um, Tibbs doesn't really have the creativity to me where I would trust him with an, an OG on an OB because I feel like the most you can get out of that team would consist of sliding Julius to the five and then you playing Brunson, Grimes, RJ, OG, and Julius. I don't think Tibbs is that creative, that uh, modern to even try that. So I feel like at the end of the day, the trade is kind of like What's really the point? Does OG really take us over the hump that much? He probably maybe brings us to the second round. Like, I don't know. We could still be a first round exit at the end of the day anyway. So it's just like, I don't know That's if this right. trade is really worth it at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. No, definitely, man. I'm right there with you for the most part. I, I pretty much agree. Um, my thing is, right, one, what we're giving up for OG, right? Now, uh, at first, we were talking about three, three picks, right? Um, now we're looking at getting rid of OB and Fournier um, and two firsts for OG, right? So I feel like the cost is a little heavy right there, um, especially as you had just mentioned, what OB means to this team, um, the dynamic of the team, the chemistry of the team. Uh, I think that he is the odd man out of the rotation, you know, so I think he is most likely to be traded at some point. Um, I just don't know if that point is right now. I don't know if that point is included in this type of a trade. Um, the other thing is I like the chemistry right now with the first unit, right? Um, I like Grimes in there with his off-ball movement. I think that's key because we have such an ISO heavy um, starting, you know, starting lineup so i think his off ball movement is huge and um you know with brunson out the other night you saw iq get to start and so now you had iq and grimes both in that starting lineup so you have a lot more off ball movement and i thought that that was huge i just think it's key i don't know if um you know you slide ob you know og into this lineup how much he really moves the needle like you said you know what i'm saying i think that the the better move at this moment right now if you can't get something that's really going to make the needle move far upgrade the bench right I, I kind of like doing something like a Reggie Bullock like a Grayson Allen type of a thing bolster the bench a little bit you know and what's funny is that the second that that started coming up the bench started uh, playing right bench mob came out the more and more I think about it the more I really just I'm like so opposed to the OG on Anobi deal and I get it while a lot of fans you know we we want OG because like let's be real OG is a good player. fit He's yeah, a good player. He's a good player. Good player, good he, fit. He can take he hit open shots. He can even create a little bit off the dribble, very minimally, but you know, he can do it. And he's gonna take a lot of pressure off Quentin Grimes to guard the best player. And RJ can kind of just like guard the tertiary player, you know, like and kind of just be in that really preserve his energy. But the more I think about it, we need more bench help than anything. Like they, like you said, the chemistry is really booming right now in the starting lineup. And especially in the offense where it's kind of ISO heavy. Like, I don't really know where OG fits in that. He's not an off-ball mover a lot. He kind of that's it's my thing. The corner, he's kind of isoing sometimes himself too. It's not crazy from the top of key. It might be like the pinch post area, but I don't really. I'm I'm not really crazy about that fit. I'd so rather an upgrade to the bench. I'm really the more and more I think about it, really talking myself into Grayson Allen. I would love that trade. All right, Knicks fans, we made it to the infamous fourth quarter, where as you know, every week we play a game, and this week we're playing last man standing. And the question at hand is. There are 29 players as a Nick with over 600 three-point attempts. Who are they? Jeremy, you go first. 
Okay, I'm gonna start off with the easy one, Carmelo Anthony. Correct. I gotta go with my man H2O. Correct. Um, John Starks. Correct. You said mellow, right? Yeah. You don't have to answer that. RJ Barrett. Correct. I was unsure. Uh, Julius Randle. Correct. I'm going to stick with those initials. Going J.R. Smith. Very nice. Correct. Mm. I'm going mm. to go Tim Hardaway Jr., Dark Horse. Correct. Number six all time. Wow. My wife's rooting me on back there. Oh, God. Charlie Ward. Yes. Oh, man. My heart is pounding right now. I just want everyone. This is not easy. This is not easy. It's different when you're watching at home. It's like who wants to be a millionaire? You know what I'm saying? Do you know what it's like under those lights? I think this 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 might be one, but I'm nervous. Steve Novak. That's a good one. Steve Novak, correct. Number 29 out of 29. Oh my god. Starberry? Correct. Oh my god. I think this is the longest I've lasted. Mm-mm, there's no way. <laughs> oh my god. There's two names I want to say. I'm nervous about both of them. Say it. Do it. I'm going to die of a heart attack before you throw out a name. I forgot the other name, so I'm just going to say Chris Osperzingas. Correct. Wow. Wow. You know what? I'm throwing out this one in, uh, in light of Sean. I'm going Spreewell. Correct. Wow. I didn't think Spree was going to be on it. Oh, I'm man. Bro, my palms. Oh, man. I'm going to say Evan Fournier. Correct. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's, and that's, in, that's interesting. That's very interesting. He's only been here for so long. Jamal Crawford? Mm, good one. Correct. There you go. Oh, my God. That was the other name I had in my head. Uh, if he's going Jamal, I don't know if he has that many, bro. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Nate Robinson. Uh, correct. Wow. 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 What am I listening to right now, bro? Man. Q Rich? Correct. That's a good guess, Danny. Oh, my God. Can I just That's win from here? That's a good guess, Danny. Oh, my God. Damn. Q Rich was a good one. Damn. I really don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm like, I'm reaching that point where I'm just like, I, I don't, I'm pulling names out my ass. Well, we have, uh, to, and we guessed, I, I don't know how many we guessed already, but we got, I feel like a good amount. 
There are 13 names left. Oh my god. <laughs> 10. 9. Wow, the official. Eight, time. 7. So Heaven knocks, bro. I don't know. Correct. Wow. What? Oh, holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that makes mine not feel as crazy. I'm throwing out Alec Burks. Correct. <laughs> Yo, this is the funniest game I think ever. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yo, you're Kevin Knox. I really thought I was winning when you said that. I really oh, did. I thought so too. Oh my God. Maybe um, Fields? That's a good one. That is incorrect. Damn. Oh my God, no way. No way. Listen, I know what it's like now for the Lakers because this to me is almost like my bubble championship. You know what I'm saying? Because we had, I don't mean to discredit my own win. I don't, but I have to put it in perspective. I'm a realist, right? I keep it real at all times. I will take the win. Absolutely. hundred percent. Jeremy, you're a worthy opponent every day of the week, especially on Sundays, but I need, I need a, I need a full squad here. You know what I'm saying? I need a full squad to pull out the win, but this was a deep win. I mean, some of the names that we were throwing, like I, I was at a loss towards the end, man. Great win, wow. dude. Wow. No, I appreciate that, man. I really do. Um, long time coming. Mark this date down, February 4th, 2023. I'd like to fit, to thank all the fans. You know, the fans. All the credit. Are-